now, The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Hi there, and thanks for tuning in. You're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. Our show is brought to you in part by Denise Webster, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Services Modern Mortgage Group, and Lori Zorn, insurance manager for Island Savings. If you're thinking about a mortgage, or if you're thinking about having a look at your home insurance policy, these two experts are great people to chat with. If you would like to talk to them and need their contact information, just visit the CFAX 1070 website, and look under Shows. There you'll find us, which is the Whole Home Show with Tony Joe. And there you'll find their contact information, or you can always find me online or on social media, as many of you listeners already have. Uh, speaking of which, if you are looking for an expert real estate agent to help you with either a purchase or a sale of a property, yes, you can call me. I am, after all, a 26-year local veteran and a top agent with Remax Camosin. Victoria's most productive real estate brokerage, and I'd be happy to help you or answer any question that you have. Today on our show, we're talking about energy saving solutions for your home. Guests Peter Sunberg and Tiffany Robinson, both from the BC Home Energy Coach Program, are going to tell us what it's all about. Before we start our show, uh, as we always do with our weekly listener question, I just want to talk about property assessments because, of course, these came in the mail early in the month of January. And I've had so many phone calls this year from people talking about the increases. I have seen as low as 5%. My high, by the way, as of this specific moment here, is 46% a 46% increase in a property here in town. Uh, the rain, my mine by the way was 20%. I've seen a fair or have heard, sorry, a fair amount that are in the 30%. You've probably read in the news that in general assessments uh, for single family homes are up 5 to 25% in Greater Victoria and condos are up 15 to 35%. So there's been a lot of jumps in property assessments uh, over last year, uh, you know, people start to worry a little bit. They're wondering, wow, what does this mean? Does this mean my property taxes are going to jump up 35% in this coming year? Well, I've been answering this question for people a lot recently. And if you listened recently to our uh, show with uh, Amanda Mills, the appraiser, Denise Webster talking about banks uh, and valuations, and Peter Morris, who wrote the book, How to Successfully Appeal Your BC Property assessment and how to save taxes. Uh, If you heard that uh, a couple of weeks ago, you will know that the assessment figure isn't really a significant number. What it is, is a a sort of rough estimate of value. Most people haven't had a property assessor go through their home. So most of the time for the assessment authority, it's simply a a formula, actually, that they've they've applied to your property uh, based on the ups and downs in the prevailing area for the past year. And as a reminder, too, the assessment is supposed to be an evaluation as of last July, so it's already six-month-old information anyways. But again, talking about how it's going to affect your property taxes, well, the reason why the assessment is there is because it helps the municipalities to determine what share of property taxes you'll need to pay. And the other half of that equation is, what is in the municipal budget? How much money are they going to need for the upcoming year to uh, to do their infrastructure, to pay their staff, uh, to do all the things that you hope that the municipality will do for you? 
Uh, if the assessment figures are up quite a bit, uh, but the budget remains down or low, you may find very little impact on your property tax. In fact, there are other times where assessments had not moved very much at all, yet the needs of the municipality were high and people's taxes went up regardless of the fact that their assessments didn't go up. So uh, it, there's a lot to know. And, and you know, the, the, the thing that we often find this time of year, too, is people say, hey, my assessment went up. That means I can get more for my home. Well, it also doesn't work that way, too, because what you're going to get for your home is what the market justifies. It's what sales in the surrounding neighborhood have received of similar homes in the past little bit. So a lot of conversation about property assessments. Always a fun time of year for us. Even if I didn't have a calendar nearby, I would know it's the first week of January because my phone starts ringing off the hook with these questions. But remember, 46%. If you thought yours was high, uh, our friend, uh, hers was 46%. So uh, who knows? Maybe uh, we'll get even more. But uh, wow, that's a lot of money. Our uh, li weekly listener question, uh, a reminder to you, if you have a question about real estate that you'd like us to discuss here on our show, you can call our hotline, which is 250-414-6540. That's 250-414-6540. Or find us online at www.cfax1070.com, and we will discuss it on the air. I received a LinkedIn message from Curtis. Curtis says... Our family needs a new home, but there's nothing on the market. One will be the best time of the year for us to start thinking about a move, and how can we ensure we won't be homeless? Great question, Curtis. And actually, your dilemma is the same uh, is the same with hundreds, if not thousands, of other people. We've had a very low inventory level in Greater Victoria. For 2017, we did not once exceed 2,000 listings, 2,000 active listings in a calendar month. And that is significant because we are normally used to seeing months uh, in the area of 3,400, 4,000, 5,000, sometimes even high 5,000 uh, uh, listings, and yet we never exceeded 2,000. In fact, the month of December, we had 1,384 active listings, which is the lowest amount of inventory since we started recording at the Victoria Real Estate Board back in 1996. It's a classic supply and demand situation. I think, Curtis, your question is appropriate because I'm pretty sure you've acknowledged the fact that it won't be difficult for you to sell your home, but the big concern is, where are you going to go? What happens if you sell and you haven't found the place that you want to move to? Well, this is the beginning of the year. Actually, it's a very timely question for you because when you think about it, with a low inventory level, very few choices for people to buy, there's a very good chance that you're going to do very well with the sale of your home. Uh, people still need to move. There's still people coming into the region here. And uh, the combination of that with low inventory levels means that sellers are generally getting a very strong price, but they're not only getting a strong price, they're also able to negotiate terms, including things like length of time of close. And the reason why this is important for you is because we always will see an increase in inventory during the months of February, March, and April. So I know I just said to you guys that inventory had not exceeded 2000 for the calendar year of 2017. That is true. But think about the low of 1300 It was still at its peak February, March, and April of 2017. It will be this year as well, too. So, Curtis, if you manage to secure yourself a sale now at a very high dollar, 
just make sure you negotiate yourself a long completion date. So what is that? It could be three months, four months. The reason why you'd want to do that is because you want to make sure that you buy yourself enough time to find yourself the next property, which will probably happen with the advent of new inventory that will come on the market in the coming months here. Most of our clients who have done really well have applied this exact same strategy because uh, it's a win-win situation. You're winning from a seller standpoint of getting a good result, and you're also benefiting from a higher inventory level with that spring inventory rush. If you have a question about real estate, again, like Curtis just did, please do call us. Our phone number is 250-414-6540. That's 250-414-6540. Or find us online at cfax1070.com. Thanks for your question, Curtis. I do remember that we had a similar question to this uh, maybe about a year ago. So it always seems like this is the time of year that people start being concerned uh, about that. But... Going back to the conversation about inventory, the reason why we've had low inventory is because there are lots of people out there like Curtis uh, who want to move. So we can only foresee inventory increasing in the near future. I don't think that we're going to see the crazy killer market that we had in 2016 and 2017. Uh, but the bad news for those that are hoping that the market is going to drop and prices are going to tumble, uh, I don't think that's going to happen as well too. Just too many people coming into the region here uh, and enjoying what we have to offer here in Greater Victoria. If you are a podcast listener, by the way, don't forget you can download our our program, The Whole Home Show with me, Tony Joe, either on iTunes or Google Play. Just look up The Whole Home Show with me, Tony Joe. Looking forward to our show here talking about energy-saving solutions for your home. Uh, in just a moment here, we're going to take a quick little break, but when we come back, we're going to be having a conversation with Peter Sundberg uh, and also a little, little bit later on, Tiffany Robinson, both from the BC Home Energy Coach Program. We're going to take this little break back in just a moment. Thanks for tuning in. You're listening to The Whole Home Show with me, Tony Joe. Today, we're talking about energy-saving solutions for your home, and our guest right now is Peter Sundberg from the BC Home Energy Coach Program. Peter, thanks for coming. Thanks, Tony. Thanks for having us. Peter, you're also the executive director with City Green Solutions here in town. That's correct. Yeah, and uh, it's great to see you because we have a history that goes back. I, I want to tell the listeners about uh, our efforts at the Victoria Real Estate Board. When I was the president back in 2008, which is 10 years ago now, uh, the Real Estate Board, uh, we had embarked upon a program to start labeling properties, um, energy labeling them. We had acknowledged at the time that people are not only shopping for homes based on location, based on features, based on size and whatnot, uh, but there was an appetite uh, at the time uh, for people wanting to know how energy efficient their homes were. And of course, there's so many uh, uh, programs and grants that exist out there. We're going to cover them all over the course of our, our next conversation here. But I had the privilege of uh, doing some work along with you. I can't believe it's 10 years, actually, uh, some time ago now. Yeah, it's fantastic how time flies. And, you know, the whole conversation about home energy labeling, I think it's even gotten stronger. And now we're hearing a lot more about home energy labeling from the federal level. Yes. And the province of BC is working on this, as well as the our utilities of BC Hydro and Fortis BC. So uh, it's a continuing conversation about home energy labeling. Well, so for for your standard homeowner, so we've got a lot of homeowners that listen to our show here. And perhaps they haven't, they haven't had a chance to read up on or, or educate themselves on uh, energy uh, features or things they can do in their home. Um, what are things that people should know 
about their home and, and things they should uh, consider upgrading? Yeah, well, I mean, there's, there's so many different things that people can think about when they're thinking about improving the efficiency of their home. And, you know, often people think about saving money in their energy bills. You know, that's important. And we've had, you know, last winter was very cold, so we got a lot of calls about that because it was a very cold winter. People were paying a lot more for their heat. This winter's been fairly cold. Um, But when we talk to people about energy efficiency, we often say, well, it's not just about saving money in your energy bills typically because if someone thinks about saving 10% on their energy bills or 20, 30, 40, 50, they they start doing the math and they're like, well, that's not that much money per month. Mm -hmm. You know, if I need to invest $10,000, $20,000 to improve the efficiency of my home, is it worth it? Yeah. Um, and it may be, um, but once we start having a deeper conversation with people, they start to realize, well, energy efficiency is about much more. It's about being comfortable in your home. Many people in Victoria and older homes, you know, it gets too hot in the summer and they can't sleep. Yeah. Uh, the kids can't sleep. People are sleeping in the basements. People are cranky and just not happy. And that's an energy efficiency problem. Yeah. So while someone thinks about, well, is it worth paying a couple thousand dollars to insulate my attic and save 10% of my energy bill? They might be like, well, maybe not. But if they start thinking, we can fix this house and make it better, more comfortable. Yeah, so it's, and save 10% of your energy bill. Yeah, so what you're saying is the cost is not necessarily the driving factor of this, and, and comfort is a very important thing. Comfort, yeah, saving money on energy bills and just comfort and having a better home. Mm-hmm. Uh, many people in older homes have sort of like, you know, not less than ideal basements, kind of that basement smell, a little bit dank, a little bit stinky. That's also an energy efficiency issue. Yeah. For someone who wants to, you know, move their kids into the basement as they grow older or potentially create a revenue suite, they want to make sure that when they're renovating, they're improving the efficiency of it so they're creating a comfortable environment that people want to rent out. It's allowing them to save money on energy bills, but also just make a better home environment. And I think that's what people are really wanting in their homes. They want to feel comfortable in their homes. Yeah. Um, they want it to last as their biggest investment. So these are all things that are wrapped into the conversation about energy efficiency. Yeah, so, you know, you were talking about the house is too hot, the kid, you know, they go down in the basement in the uh, the summertime, or it's too cold. Drafts are a biggie too, right? Especially in older houses. Huge. I mean, we have uh, some of our clients in older homes that, you know, they just don't use parts of their home in the winter because it's just too cold and too uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So when you're thinking about the value of your home, if you have to close it off and you're not using it, or, you know, their daughter's bedroom's just not warm enough, and then, you know, they don't want her getting sick in the winter and missing school. And these are, you know, why is one room not heating up properly at the rest of the house or you know one room's too hot the other's too cold these are all energy efficiency issues and people if they're not comfortable in their homes that's that's an issue Um, and all many of those things are things that can be fixed by doing energy efficiency upgrades and thinking about sort of the house as a system thinking about you know change one thing it takes other impacts but but there's so many solutions some of them very cost effective Um, just to make a home, your home a better place. So we're here talking with Peter Sundberg about energy efficiency and making your home a more comfortable place to be. Let's talk about, uh, from the lower end of the spectrum, what are some things that people can do in their home that are very cost-effective and maybe uh, recover their cost back quicker? Yeah, I mean, there, there's, depending on the home and, and the, the efficiency level of the home when they get started, there's so many things they can do. But typically starting, one of the most basic things we recommend to people is to you know, do air sealing or draft proofing. Yes. And this is something that people can do themselves if they're handy and so inclined, or they can hire a contractor to do. Um, and this, why this is really important is that you know, people feel the drafts but, you know, in the wintertime, but they also don't know their house heating up in the summer is partly because of the same issue. Um, this is also, if you have a drafty home, you're letting moisture into your home and insects into your home uh-huh. and dust into your home. Yes. Um, so you have people with air quality. air quality in your home. So if you have kids with allergies or someone with a breathing condition, um, I mean, having an airtight home with, that's well-ventilated um, has so many positive benefits. And 
you're going to save money in your energy bills. So this is one of the things that we always recommend to people to do. Um, And part of it is knowing where to start and how to get started. And it's also something you can chip away at over time. It doesn't need to be something you do all at once. It's sort of as you have time over the years or... um, that's a great thing to get started with. Yeah, because this is the thing. I mean, obviously, newer houses with new technology uh, should be more uh, um, energy efficient, you know, with uh, newer double pane or triple pane windows, insulation, uh, siding, uh, and all that. Yet, on the other hand, here in Victoria, in our, in our region here, the majority of the houses here are older homes. I mean, our, our building explosion was in the 1950s. So a lot of these homes were not built with that in mind. And uh, consequently, these, these and the older ones, like the 1910s, the 1930s character houses, uh, for sure probably could use a, a look over by uh, people like you guys, right? Yeah, and there's, there's so many opportunities in older homes. And, you know, many of our clients in older homes, 1930s, 40s, 50s, have retrofitted their homes to such a level that they're much more energy efficient than a new home built to code today. Yeah. So the age of the home actually doesn't necessarily um, have to impact about how energy efficient it is. It's what you've done to that home over the years um, to make it more efficient. And by making it more efficient, you're also sort of protecting the structural integrity of your home. Yes. So you're making it last longer. Yeah. Because um, if, if you're keeping moisture and drafts and stuff away, you're not getting the rot um, that you might have in the basement or things like that. Exactly. I mean, people have uh, issues with, you know, you know, rot or mold. That's a big issue in older homes and basements. Um, you know, and that's partly a, a, a cause from too much moisture in the home, likely not enough ventilation, not the right type of heating system. Um, so all these types of things that people think moisture and mold, that's an energy efficiency issue. Dealing yeah. with that and getting sure that is, is about thinking about your home in a way and how you're using energy and how you're expelling moisture from the home and not yes. letting moisture into your home. Yes. Oh, yeah. You know what that, that brings to mind? I had a client some time ago. She had a, a large 1990s house in Saanich. She was trying to um, conserve energy and I think it was electric baseboard. So she had the heat down in all of the rooms except for the room that she was living in. And in the wintertime, of course, the insides of the windows uh, condensate. And um, it, it was very uncomfortable for a guest to go in. And, and that's, that's improper use of the house. That can't be good for the house. That's, that's exactly That's not a good. Turning down your heat uh, to save energy is you might save money in your energy bills, but you're probably not doing your home or yourself too many favors uh, in terms of, you know, if you're damaging your home and creating mold, this could be extremely expensive, much more expensive than you would have paid in your energy bills. And typically we'd recommend someone like this would be, well, you should be thinking potentially for an electric baseboard, like replacing your heating system with like potentially adding a mini ductless air source heat pump, Mm -hmm. which is going to add a much more cost-effective type of electric heat. It adds air circulation, you can, it ventilates and it sort of allows you to uh, filter your air. Um, so these are far superior types of heating systems over electric baseboards. Yeah. Um, so, and so she would be able to run it for the same amount of time, much more cost effectively, have, have a better heating system, have air conditioning in the summer. Yes. Um, and so it's just far superior. Then this is like in, in the past years before many ductless heating systems, there wasn't a good heating system replacement option for electric baseboard homes. But a mini ductless heat pump is a fantastic addition to a home and relatively affordable in terms of heating systems for putting uh, uh, replacement systems in. Fantastic. Well, listen, hold that thought, Peter, because we got to take a quick little break here. Uh, if people need to reach you, uh, talk more about the uh, BC Home Energy Coach program, how can they do that? They can do that by, by checking out our website as bcenergycoach.ca and or calling the toll-free number, which is one 844 
888-881-9790. That's great. So uh, don't go anywhere, Peter, because we're going to need you for afterwards. We're going to take a quick break here, but when we come back, we're going to be speaking with Tiffany Robinson all about the BC Home Energy Coach Program. We'll be back in just a moment. Thanks for coming back to join us. You're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. Our show is brought to you in part by Denise Webster, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Services Modern Mortgage Group, and Lori Zorn, insurance manager for Island Savings. Today, we're talking about energy-saving solutions for your home. Uh, right now, we have with us the program coordinator for the BC Home Energy Coach Program, Tiffany Robinson. Tiffany, thanks for coming. Thanks for having me, Tony. Great. Um, the BC Home Energy Coach Program provides building science-based information about the options and opportunities to improve the energy efficiency of your home. They provide easy-to-navigate self-service tool, self-serve tools, including incentives database and resources to learn about energy efficiency upgrades and services. Uh, and I'm looking forward to chatting about this with you, Tiffany. Great. Thanks, Tony. So tell us about the BC Home Energy Coach Program. Yeah, so this program launched back in September. Um, we are mainly a website resource. Um, we have lots of really cool tools on our website. Um, the incentive search tool is really um, the one-stop shop place that people can go to find all incentives in BC. Um, the main one that we have on there is the home renovation rebate program that includes stuff such as insulation or heat pumps. Um, and we also have lots of really important information about energy upgrades. Um, so you can learn about the difference between a furnace and a heat pump and maybe what would be better for your home. Mm-hmm. Um, we also provide a hotline resource where you can give us a call if you're stuck or you want some more information and want to talk to a human over the phone. Um, it is a really good resource to have. And we also have an email hotline as well. Uh, so for our listeners, the link, the website is where? It is bcenergycoach.ca. bcenergycoach.ca. Now, Tiffany, as I was saying during the break, I actually, I went through the website and I was playing uh, consumer. So first of all, my house, you know, thanks to the stuff that I learned from Peter 10 years ago, uh, I have applied a lot of things to my older home. Uh, so I, I'm feeling pretty good about uh, uh, the energy efficiency in, in my place. But I was playing consumer yesterday online, and I love it because there's checkboxes. You know, what are you looking for? Are you looking for heat, uh, uh, hot water, uh, what kind of system you have right now? And it's great because it just it aggregates the information and, and, and gave me a little report. Yeah, we did design the tool to be able to search by the city or location that you're in, um, by your heating type, and maybe what upgrades you're already interested in. Um, there's so, so many incentive programs out there. Um, it is really uh, hard to find. The websites are hard to navigate. Um, so we created our website kind of as a an easier place to start to find the, the incentives programs that you might want to participate in. Well, I'll give it a thumbs up because it was easy. It was easy to, uh, to navigate and, and uh, some great information there too. Because, you know, one of the things that causes confusion, I think, with consumers is all of this grant information and the programs that are available out there. Where do you find it? Like, how do you know... How do you know you're taking advantage of government grants? And it seems like this website uh, has everything. Yeah, this website is uh, updated regularly. Um, We have all of the programs that are ending and starting and the uh, requirements and eligibility that you need to apply for these programs, as well as the forms that you're going to need. And we're there all the steps of the way um, to talk you through maybe um, which upgrades you'd like to do and why. Okay. You know, one of the things about uh, heating systems here in Victoria, so commonly we see oil heat. 
because uh, we've talked about this on our show before, the fact that uh, gas is a relatively new amenity to Vancouver Island here. So most of the time heating was either uh, oil, it was coal in the old days, uh, and, and widely electric as well too. Uh, a lot of the listeners probably will have an oil, uh, oil furnace system. Now, are, for them, for the listeners, are there rebates available for homes with oil heating and, and what, are, what are they? Yeah, so there's two really awesome rebate programs going on right now. Um, in the Capital Regional District, there is the Oil to Heat Pump Program, um, up to $2,000 in the CRD. Um, that one you can switch out your oil heating system to a ductless or central uh, heat pump system. Um, alternatively, if you're more interested in gas, there is the Connect to Gas program. So you can switch out your oil or even propane system um, to a uh, heat pump system, um, and you can get up to $2,700 in rebates for that. Well, it's like free money. It is. <laughs> yes. Uh, and those those seem to be like the biggest rebates that, uh, that you get, right? That's right. Those are the big ones, the big ticket ones. Um, and once you participate in them, it does open up to all those other rebate programs um, that require you to be electrically or gas heated. Mm -hmm. um, so that's the insulation, that's the uh, hot water tanks, um, ductless heat pump, gas fireplaces. Those are the type of things you could access. Yeah, and I noticed on the site yesterday that uh, there, there's different levels of rebates for, for instance, hot water systems you're talking about, yes. whether it's on-demand tankless or um, what's the, there's a thousand dollar rebate for is it gas... The gas ultimate or something? I think it's the, yeah, the ultimate high efficiency yeah. tankless system. Okay. Um, and that is the $1,000 rebate, the most that you could get for the gas hot water tank. Yeah. Oh, there's there's just so many things. Uh, anyone thinking about doing an upgrade, uh, if it's time to replace your hot water tank, probably a good idea for them to visit the website here to get a sense first about, uh, about rebates, right? Of course, yeah. Check out the incentive search tool. Check out all of our resources. Our frequently asked questions are a really great place to start if you have no idea what you want to do. Um, learn more about these systems. Yeah. Um, are there are there rebates for low-income households? There are. Uh, the most common one is the Energy Conservation Assistance Program. Um, you do have to be income qualified below a certain income level. Um, but if you do hit that threshold, uh, you will be um, welcome to an in-home visit um, with somebody who is well-versed in energy-saving products. Um, they do ins uh, install products for you, such as light bulbs, high-efficiency shower heads, weather stripping. Um, and if you do uh, meet a certain income qualification, they have even Energy Star refrigerators, insulation, um, even high-efficiency gas furnaces. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, you just mentioned having a specialist come in, um, you know, so we're talking about a home energy evaluator, I guess, right? Um, it's not the same as an EnerGuide home evaluation. This one is more of a walkthrough, one-on-one conversation with somebody who is well-versed in the upgrades. Um, it's not the exact same service as an EnerGuide home evaluation, mm -hmm. but it is very useful and it is free and it does provide a lot of really cool resources as well. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Um, so how about organizations like BC Hydro and Fortis? So there are rebates available from, uh, from both of those, right? That's right. They have this big uh, overarching umbrella rebate um, program called the Home Renovation Rebate Program. Um, it includes a bunch of different types of uh, rebates, including ones that do require an energy evaluation and ones that do not. Um, but it includes stuff such as insulation up to $3,250 um, for your attic or crawl space. That's actually a lot of money, isn't exterior it? Exterior walls. Yeah, it's yeah. quite a bit. Um, and then the ductless heat pumps we were mentioning earlier, the gas fireplace inserts maybe if you want to put that in your living room. Um, and then the gas water heaters as well we were talking about. 
Um, if you did do an energy evaluation, it's going to open up a lot more rebates. Um, they have rebates for giraffe proofing, that nice easy upgrade that you can do in your home. Um, as well as 150 just for the cost of the evaluation because it can get kind of pricey. Well, so let's let's talk about that really, really briefly here. Mm -hmm. uh, an energy assess uh, to have it to have the house evaluated. What is the process? Yeah, so an energy advisor uh, will visit the home for about two and a half, three hours. They're going to uh, evaluate all aspects of the home's energy efficiency from insulation to hot water to heating. Um, they're going to sit down with you and really talk about your priorities, whether you're thinking of being more comfortable or saving money or upgrading your heating system. And they're going to go home and create you this really uh, in-depth report that is non-biased. They're not going to try and sell you anything. Um, they're going to tell you the best things that you can do for your home to save energy and maybe money as well. Yeah, so it's an evaluation. It is not a uh, it's not a salesperson trying to sell equipment. Exactly. Yeah, they're there to help you, guide you through the process. It can be really confusing, so it's a really good starting point and learn more about your home as well. Yeah. Uh, so Tiffany, if people need to reach you guys at BC Home Energy Coach, what's the best way for them to do that? Yeah, our website is definitely the place you want to start. It's bcenergycoach.ca. Um, and if you get stuck or you want to talk to a human being, you can give us a call. The number is 1-844-881-9790. So, Tiffany, you said that this program has been around since last September. It's kind of hard to believe that it's such a new program. I mean, what was out there before? Really, you had to talk to a contractor. You had to call a service organization, um, talk to your family and friends. It really was all over the place, all over the Internet. So this website has brought it all together, um, and it looks like it's working really well. People are really happy with it. Yeah, and it's within the province because when I was on the website yesterday, like you mentioned, I did notice the pull down. I had to uh, identify where I was That's in the right. province of East. Actually, the, the town, it was the city, right? That's right, town or city that you're in, you can search by for incentives, yeah. Yeah, so for all of our listeners, I, I suggest you go and do this because it is, it's kind of fun, actually. <laughs> Visit www.bcenergycoach.ca and uh, play consumer. Check out what you can do uh, in your home. We're going to take a quick little break here. When we come back, we're going to have both Peter Sonberg and Tiffany Robinson talk more about the concept of energy-saving solutions for your home back in just a moment. Thanks for tuning in. You're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. We're talking about energy-saving solutions for your home. With us in the studio today are Peter Sunberg and Tiffany Robinson from the BC Home Energy Coach Program. Again, guys, thanks for coming. Great. Thanks, Tony. Uh, Peter, let's talk about technologies, technologies or trends in home energy improvements. I mean, when we were doing stuff at the Real Estate Board 10 years ago, I mean, that it... It, it's not a long time chronologically, but there seems to have been a number of uh, leaps in technology out there. What are some of the things that you've seen in the past couple of years? Yeah, I mean, I think definitely one of the, the in which we spoke about earlier was is ductless air source heat pumps, which are, which are just that. They're a heat pump without ducting. Yes. And these have really um, been one of the technologies that sort of increased in leaps and bounds. And one, it's because um, people with homes with electric baseboard now have a heating system upgrade option yes. where they don't have to put in ducting. Yeah. Um, and they can put it in just for one smaller system for their main floor or multiple heads for multiple so, areas. So we should actually cover this for just a moment. We've had this conversation on this show before, but for those who uh, who didn't listen before, we should talk about heat pump. So uh, explain explain a heat pump and how it's different from a furnace, for instance. Yeah, well, essentially what a heat pump is, essentially it's a type of, it's a renewable energy technology. It pulls heat out of the air, even on a cold day, like in December or January. It pulls heat out of the air and through a, a through a refrigerant compressant, compresses it and allows you to blow that 
into warm air within your home. Yes. In the summer, it allows you to reverse the process and cool your home. And essentially, it's, it functions with electricity, very, very efficient, 250, 350% efficiency. So much, much more efficient and much more cost effective than electric baseboard. Mm -hmm. um, ductless systems allow you to not have the ducting you would have in a central forced air system which is a benefit for people with electric baseboards. But also a trend that we are seeing now is people deciding to remove their ducting. Oh, They're yeah. doing a renovation, let's just say, in their basement. Yeah. They want to move the family in. They want to have a, a, a suite in their basement. They're removing your ducting. So imagine all those ducts that are in your ceiling. You're getting extra ceiling height. Yeah. Especially in those older homes because they encroach on, on headspace. Exactly. When you're talking about a smaller, older home with limited amount of space, if you can remove your ducting and get more headspace and remove the furnace from inside, that furnace is a storage closet, Yeah. half a small bathroom. Um, people are greatly expanding their space within their basement and putting in a far superior type of heating system in many cases. Um, so this has really been an interesting trend where people have not wanted to replace their heating system but doing a basement renovation and they realizing, wow, look at all this extra space I have yeah. for a very efficient type of heating system. It's true, especially with some of those older furnaces. The thing is like the size of a car. Exactly. Right. Um, and if you're doing a retrofit anyway or need to replace your furnace anyway, um, these, this is definitely something to think about and the costs of those are coming down. Um, you know, other trends, you know, some of the things aren't, don't change very much. It's, uh, one of the trends we are seeing now is thankfully when people are doing other renovations, a kitchen, a basement renovation, um, they're starting to integrate energy efficiency more into that and more contractors are becoming savvy about how to integrate energy efficiency upgrades into a standard home retrofit. Right down from the simple as doing painting your home. Mm -hmm. This is a great time to integrate air sealing in. Yeah. Uh, because you're doing lots of caulking and you're improving. Um, when you're doing a basement, this is a time to think about, you know, insulating your basement floor and your basement walls, making a better place, making a better living space for either your tenants or your family. Um, kitchens and other rooms, people are starting to put in high-efficiency windows and realizing the benefits of doing that. And, you know, many good contractors should be, you know, um, identifying this to you is saying, great, well, you also have an opportunity here to better insulate your walls in your kitchen while I'm tearing out all your cabinets. Yeah, because it. you're there anyways, right? You're there anyway. You've already got the cabinet so you can, someone can easily drill a hole through and spray insulation into those um, walls. Because you'd be surprised, Tony, about how many, or maybe you wouldn't, you know a lot of homes, how many homes in Victoria still have uninsulated walls? Yes. Um, yeah. So an insulated wall, a home insulated wall, it's going to be loud inside your home. You're going to hear the, the noise from the street. It's it's going to be cold. You're going to be paying too much for your heat, and you're not going to be comfortable. Yeah. And I think uh, another big thing we really are seeing is now is people now, and as a realtor, buying or living in homes near busy streets, like the soundproofing benefits yes. of yeah. insulation and windows. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, is massive. People have thought about they did this for other reasons, and they realized it was surreal. Yeah. All of a sudden, how quiet it was in their home. And they did it for other reasons, but they're like, if I had realized how much how quieter my home would have been yeah. just for me sleeping. I would have done this 10 years ago. Like, what was I, what was I thinking? And this is just one, another one of those energy efficiency benefits that people don't think about. Just having a quieter home. But is you know, a even great the value. even the cost of that, because you know, as I think about it, 15 years ago to get those like um, to get windows that had great sound uh, deadening qualities, you had to spend a lot of money. And nowadays, they seem to. I mean, they're still expensive, but they're not quite the jump that they used to be. Exactly. And, and I think it, what's also been great is in British Columbia, we have uh, fantastic window manufacturers in British Columbia. So a lot of this is locally made on Vancouver Island. There's multiple great companies, um, great local technologies, lots of companies installing them locally. Um, there's, there's just so many options. And that's if you don't know where to get started, we do recommend that, you know, either a you have an energy evaluation and have someone talk to you or, you know, contact your contractor. If you're getting a renovation, ask them about how can you make my home 
more comfortable, more quieter, have my inner bills cheaper because at the time of doing another renovation, it's, this is the time where you can do it much more cost effectively, add on these other things. Mm-hmm. Um, because you're there anyways. They're there anyways. And if you if you haven't been comfortable in your home this winter, as it has been cold, um, you know, these are things to think about. It doesn't have to cost a lot of money to upgrade your home. And there are many rebates available. And by looking at the BC Home Energy Coach website, you can determine what what they are, what, what is available in your community. Well, it's really cold here in Victoria. You know, I was looking at my pals in the east there in Ontario. They're looking at minus uh, 35 degrees. I think we're pretty okay. <laughs> yeah, we are very lucky. Yes. Uh, but, you know, always opportunities to be more comfortable in, yes. in uh, La La Land here in Victoria. For sure. For sure. And the other aspect, too, that we haven't even touched on is the re- value of your home. Like, to, to conduct these improvements of your home, it does actually make for a um, for good resale. Like, it's a big selling feature for us when we're marketing a home, right? Yeah, exactly. It, it definitely, I mean, if a home with uh, new windows or with a heat pump or a high-efficiency furnace, um, this definitely adds value to your home. Um, you know, windows are a big one for sure because it looks better. Yes. Uh, and they can tell that there's no sort of condensation and mold around the old windows. And this is another one of the values of having a, a home energy rating or label for your home is it, it's often very difficult to compare one home over another. But if you do have a rating and you are putting your home up for sale, we recommend that you do show it to your realtor and have them communicate that to people because this is uh, you know, more information about your home, what you've invested in your home, um, that hopefully you're recouping some of that investment when you sell your home. Um, so this is something we, we highly recommend, and um, many people that we've, our clients, have done that as part of their sales process, has brought that in and really made sure that the, the energy rating and the fact that they have you know a new heating system and high-efficiency windows are there is sort of there as part of their sales process. Well, and and this is the thing, because it is common for us when we have a seller's home for sale, uh, a buyer or their agent will call us and say, can you give us the um, uh, hydro average or, you know, their, the cost of their oil for the last 12 months uh, or their water cost for, for 12 months? And I, because I have the background and what we did years ago, you know, my thought is always, what difference does that make? All that does is show the consumption. You know, how much, because you don't know if somebody uses more heat or less heat, you know, how many kids or family members are in the house using water, things like that. It doesn't really give an accurate snapshot of how the house performs, whereas if they have an assessment done, that is that is a, a much truer uh, um, a representation of how energy efficient the house is. That's exactly it, because you don't know if it was a single person living there and away half the year or, a, you know, a large yeah. family just that happened to not have very good energy conservation practices, doors and windows open all the time. So, you know, it's, it's vastly different in terms of how people use energy. Um, but I think, and, and the benefit we see even from, you know, almost all homes, except for those, the most brand new homes have energy efficiency upgrade opportunities. Yep. Uh, and there's funds available for those. And which we always say to people, it's not just about saving that X percent of your energy bill. It's just, you know, making your home a better place. Yeah. And I think uh, more and more people have, that we talk to after the fact are just, you know, overwhelmingly happy about how much better they feel in their home. Yeah. And that's really what we want in our homes. We want to feel comfortable. We want to feel good about our homes. We want to know it's going to last. Well, and I, I, I'm guessing people sometimes don't, they don't realize the difference. Because they're in their home right now, it's their home, it's, you know, to them it's comfortable. Because uh, I have heard from many people that have undergone uh, uh, upgrades the difference that it makes in their own home. Yeah. Just the feel of the home. That's exactly it. And I think people also many times realize they had an older heating system for years. You know, just other priorities on, you know, vacations, kids in school just didn't replace it. And they replace it and they realize, 
my God, I'm saved so much money this winter. If I did this four years ago, it would have been paid for already. Yeah, exactly. And they're just like, why didn't I do it? You know, I just got busy. Yeah. But these are the things. If you have an old inefficient system, an oil heating system or an inefficient uh, you know, gas heating system or you know, even electric baseboard, you're likely paying too much. Yeah. So you might be thinking about investing your money somewhere to have a return, a good return on investment. But uh, a good, ret- a fantastic return on investment can come from doing energy efficiency upgrades in terms of the payback that you're going to get on reducing your energy bills. So that's another way of looking at it. This is a good financial investment often um, in in many types of homes. And that's a good point. You know, if you're going to start, if you're going to start recovering or recouping that money, why don't you do it now? Why wait for two years or three years? And, or and it also has the added benefit if you're going to sell your home, that hopefully this is adding to the value of your home. So uh, it can be a very good financial investment. That's a, a really good reason to do it as well. For sure. Uh, Tiffany, um, when consumers or homeowners are calling in, what typically are they are they wondering at the uh, BC Energy Coach uh, uh, website? We're really getting all types of questions um, and anything related to home energy improvements. Um, some of the most common ones we're seeing are about uh, heat pumps, insulation, windows. Um, how do the use units work? Is there rebates available for them? Um, do I really need an energy evaluation to get a rebate or can I do it without? Yeah. Um, and where can I find a good contractor? Where can I find somebody that's going to do quality work in my home? Yeah. Um, so we do have many resources available to help people answer these questions. Well, that's, that is a good question because people, people wonder about the process. That's right. It's like, do they just go out and uh, do an upgrade. There is a process that is required there as well too, right? That's right. Yeah. So if you want to get a rebate for it, of course, um, you do have to go through a process. Sometimes that is an energy evaluation. Sometimes that is just selecting the right energy efficient model first, um, making sure it is eligible for those programs before you go ahead and buy it. Um, so yeah, you can call us uh, at bcenergycoach.ca and check out uh, if it is eligible. That's great. So uh, for both of you guys, w- why is the government and why are Fortis and Hydro so concerned about energy efficiency? I mean, why do they provide grants to people? Yeah, well, I mean, I think that there's multiple reasons for depending who we're speaking from. I mean, the province of BC has, has a mandate uh-huh. um, to reduce electricity yes. in homes, and it also has um, an important greenhouse gas emission reduction targets and, and, a, and a mandate. And same as we do at the federal level as well. There's this, the federal government said, we, you know, we, climate change is important. We need to reduce our greenhouse gas emissions. Um, for BC Hydro and Fortis PC, they both have um, energy efficiency um, mandates and targets. They both have to support programs that help consumers reduce energy consumption in their homes. Well, it's interesting, you know, because one would think, well, they're in the business of selling fuel or energy. I mean, well, why don't they want to sell more, right? Uh, yeah, that's true. Definitely theirs. But I think that they've been mandated by the BC Utilities Commission that they have to do energy cons- conservation programs. Um, and in, in some cases, for example, for Fortis, they don't necessarily make their funds from selling gas, but rather having connected to homeowners and providing the service distribution service. Yeah. Um, so it, it's just part of the part of doing business as a, as a utility in British Columbia is that you have to support energy conservation programs. And I think we've um, seen the provincial government and the federal government getting more, more involved in this as well. And hopefully we'll see more in the future. That's why we live in Canada. That's why BC is the best place to be. Right. So, guys, thanks for joining us. What is the website again? bcenergycoach.ca. Well, thank you very much, Peter and Tiffany. Had a great conversation about energy uh, efficiency and savings in your home. I'm Tony Joe. This is The Whole Home Show. Thanks for listening. We'll be here for you guys this time next week.